joining us down the line to talk all about it is Australian basketball icon Shane Hill. Shane, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, Matt. How are you going, mate? I'm doing very well, Shane. Uh, how about you? It's a great time to be an NBA fan. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, exciting times, and I love the whole play-in uh, concept and uh, looking forward to the real stuff starting, though, shortly. Yeah, it will. Uh, and, well, hopefully we do see OKC advance for our Australian in Josh Giddy. What a great win it was yesterday in the first play-in matchup. Uh, between the ninth and 10th seeded teams. The Thunder defeating the Pelicans, 123 to 118. Josh Giddy one uh, rebound shy of a triple-double. He had 31 points, 10 assists, and nine rebounds. He has just grown so much over the last two years, Shane. He's been incredible, hasn't he? I, I think he's sort of surpassed everybody's expectation at this stage of his career, and... Uh, you know, he's, he's three point shots working, but just got that size and poise to be able to go and make plays. And he's got a confidence that, you know, that he's been there for forever, um, the way he makes his decisions and uh, really fits well in the backcourt with Alexander as well. And um, they're a good young team. They're going to be exciting to watch over the next couple of years. I'm not sure they're going to be able to get it done against Minnesota, but you certainly wouldn't write them off either. No, you wouldn't, and he has a lot of help. I mean, with the likes of Shea Gilgis-Alexander playing alongside him, those two, that combination is really dangerous. It's just a really good balance. You know, Josh is a point guard, but Ball plays off the board ball, so Alexander can go and do what he does, and he's such a, a potent scorer and creates his own shot, where the, the complement of what Josh does is really find a way to be able to bring other people into the game, read the rotations off pick and rolls, still find his way to be able to contribute at the offensive end. But it's just a really good balance and uh, something that I'm sure the fans are going to be looking forward to for the next few years. Yeah. Um, so, OKC, okay, they do play the Timberwolves to try and advance and get into that play-in or play-off spot, I, I should say, um, to, to finish as the eighth seed. And they'll match up against Denver, the winner here. How do you see them going against the Timberwolves, who have had a little bit of infighting recently? Rudy Gobert, uh, well, punching his teammate in the shoulder in Kyle Anderson. So a little bit of a shambles for them right now, Minnesota. Do you think OKC can come in and get the job done? No, I mean, like I said before, you'd never write them off, but I'd be favouring Minnesota. I mm. think uh, they'd be disappointed with what's gone on. Gobert coming back into that lineup, they'd be disappointed in a, in a decent... They played pretty well and probably had that first-round game and probably would have won it had Gobert been there. But um, I think they'll just be a little bit too strong. Just guys that have been in the league for a little bit longer, a little bit more veteran presence, and they'll be ready for this game. And I think for OKC, you know, they, they've, they've already gone further than what anyone probably thought they would at the stages. And, you know, compliments to them and their, their club for not throwing it in and not tanking and not trying to get better draft picks. They just have this young team that love to play basketball, and I think Josh Giddy epitomises that. He, he plays so many games. He's so passionate about getting it done and being out there, and um, you know they've been rewarded for a great season. Do you see him becoming the greatest Australian basketball player of all time if he continues on this path? Well, I mean, it's hard to say that he couldn't do that considering that he's 20 and he's already had the most points of any Australian in a playoff game already. 
So mm. you think that um, you know the the way he's going and the way he'll continue to evolve, and you know he's a kid that just loves playing the game, he's passionate about it. You think he'll continue to improve, and and he's got that belief that you know he he really could be anything. So I've got no doubt um, he's got the potential to be the greatest Australian player ever. And you know if his team continues to improve and he's playing in playoffs and trying to win championships, then that's only going to help his cause as well. In the Eastern Conference, we saw another game take place yesterday. The Bulls getting up over the Raptors, 109 to 105. Uh, Shane, I wanted to ask you this question. Did you ever get one of your kids to scream at the opposition to put them off when you played? <laughs> no, I didn't, but I reckon my eldest would have done it really, really well. <laughs> Just like the Rosen's daughter, she was very passionate about getting it done. I don't know whether it's any coincidence about their free throw percentage, by the way that um, we can credit her for uh, keeping them to about 50%. <laughs> yeah, we certainly can. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Uh, DeMar DeRozan's daughter really putting the Raptors off on the free throw line. And uh, yeah, they uh, they didn't shoot very well at all. So uh, you can hear it and uh, on the live broadcast and go back and, and check it out. Um, so the Bulls, they'll face the Miami Heat. Who do you see getting the win and advancing to the playoffs in that game? I think the Heat are going to be way too strong in this game. And, you know, I think Jimmy Butler's going to come out with a whole lot of pride. There's no way Miami are going to want to go down against Chicago after dropping that first one. They see themselves as a much better team than a playing team. So, um, you know, they're well coached. They've got depth. They've got quality across the court. I just think they'll be too strong. Okay. So uh, when we do take a look at the playoff picture now, um, we'll start with the Eastern Conference. So it will be the Bucks versus the winner of the Heat and the Bulls. We've got the Celtics to face the Hawks, the 76ers up against the Nets, and the Cavs to play the Knicks. Who gets out of the Eastern Conference here, Shane? Well, I, I really think that Milwaukee's the best team. And, you know, I, I picked them to win last year. And I think if Middleton didn't go down, they would have been a great chance to be able to continue to, to go further. Um, I just think they're so well balanced. I think they're. Um, I think they've got a great team. I love their superstar in the Greek Freak. He's so passionate and, and such a good leader. And then they've got so many good role players, um, and that includes Joe Ingles coming off the bench. And you know what a signing that was. Signing Mali a couple of weeks after he did his ACL, and um, just that veteran presence. And I think he's going to play a big part come the postseason. Mm, yeah, I, I think so too. I see the Bucks getting out of the Eastern Conference, but some really good matchups to look forward to. The Cavs and the Knicks are going to be really fun. Uh, 76ers and the Nets will be interesting. Uh, I think the Brooklyn Nets have have exceeded a lot of expectations since making those big trades. So, yeah, some great uh, matchups ahead. In the Western Conference, we've got the Nuggets to play the winner of the Timberwolves and OKC. The Grizzlies will face the Lakers. Geez, that's uh, going to be a lot of fun. The Kings up against the Warriors and the Suns to play the Clippers. So, oof, some huge matchups in the first round of the Western Conference, Shane. There is. I'm really looking forward to Memphis and, and LA um, teeing off um, on Monday morning. And, you know, just with the, the trash talk of these this Memphis team that likes to be able to get in your face. And I'm not sure the Lakers really want to play against the team that play that. Um, you know, you don't think that Anthony Davis really embraces that sort of physicality and mindset and trash talk. So that's going to be interesting. And I'm also intrigued to see how far Phoenix can go now that Kevin Durant settled in, coming back from that ankle injury. He's hit some really good form. 
leading up, up to the playoffs. So that combination of Booker and, and Durant is going to be exceptional at different stages, capable of having you know, 75, 80 points between them. Um, but uh, it's, it's hard to see uh, Denver losing the West, I think. I think they're you know, a great team and a little bit like having the Greek Freak, having a, a European superstar that just brings it night in, night out in Djokic. And uh, I think it's going, to be, it's going to be fantastic to watch. Yeah, I think so too. Some great matchups to look forward to in both conferences. And, uh, well, it's really anyone's game from here. OKC, okay, they'll play Minnesota tomorrow. Josh Giddy in action. It's going to be fantastic to watch. Uh, Shane, a-, a pleasure as always. Thank you very much for taking the time and uh, enjoy your weekend. Yeah, you too. Hopefully we'll speak during the playoffs. Hopefully so. And uh, there we go, Shane Hill, Australian basketball icon. I thank him for his time on today's program. A pleasure as always.